Hello, everyone. This is 633 Podcast. Why do we call it that? We call it that because we believe Matthew 633 that says, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. I'm Sharon McComb, Certified Life Coach, and I have partnered with Kimberly Bellrose, Faith Coach, to wake up the believer on the inside of us to be living like we believe. We co-host episodes called Coaching Works that bring an awareness of the profession of coaching, answer questions, and give examples. And we can testify that it can help anyone with anything. Kimberly does wake-up episodes that follow her journey with the Message Bible, with her ear open to Holy Spirit revelation and breakthrough for our lives. But this is Checkmate. And in Checkmate episodes, I discuss the many ways we get stuck in life. I use my experiences, my tips, and my training to share how we can tackle these stuck points. So if you've been following the podcast at all, you will know that I've been doing um, a series on healthy boundaries in our lives. And I have looked at um, the, the concept of boundaries through the analogy of the yard um, that surrounds your house. And your house and your yard make up you. It represents you. The fence around your yard is your boundaries. It's there to protect you from the things that um, are not healthy for you to come into your life or your yard or your house, which is yourself. Um, it also keeps um, in the things that are healthy for you to keep in. In everybody's fences, there also needs to be gates so that things can come and go, people can come and go. And we've, we've looked at that in a variety of ways, so I'm not going to go through it all again. I would encourage you to go back and listen to the, uh, the previous three episodes um, and just see what you think about that. Um, because boundaries are a really important part of living the life of a believer. God is pretty clear um, that boundaries are important. He sets boundaries for us in his word. God is very clear about who he is and who he is not. He is very explicit in the word about what he will allow in his yard, which would be the kingdom, right? Um, and what he will not allow, behavior he will tolerate, and that which he won't. Um, we can talk a certain way if we want to be part of his kingdom, but we can't talk a different way. That would exclude us from the kingdom. He, he makes it very clear to us. There's no, there's no wishy-washy boundaries in God's world. Um, there are no... Um, getting away with breaking the boundaries, really, if you're going to live in the kingdom. And when you break God's boundaries, if you're a believer and you cross a boundary, I mean, you need to get before God and you need to say you're sorry and repent 
and he will forgive you. He doesn't just ignore when we when we violate his boundaries. We have to do something to um to kind of heal that relationship. On his part he forgives us, but on our part we have to repent. So he's he's very big on boundaries. I mean, I I don't know if you've ever thought about it that way. But that's what it is. You know, he wants relationship with his children. You know, believers have to see themselves in relationship with God. I mean, that's what the Bible's about. But in every relationship, including our relationship with God, we need to know where God stands. And what he will allow and not allow in his kingdom. If we're going to be in relationship with him, this is how we have to act. This is how we have to treat him. This is how we have to treat others. Those are boundaries. And he communicates them clearly to us. Because of that, I believe he really expects us as believers to set boundaries in our relationships with other people and with ourselves. We, you know, we are made in his image. We are to become more and more like him. And so I believe that he is using, you know, um, the, our faith and um, the Holy Spirit to help us learn how to become more like him. And that includes healthy boundaries. So I promised that this would be a three-part series. Um, I've said a couple times throughout the the previous episodes that I was doing a three-part series on boundaries. But what happened when I was finished, the third episode in the series, is that I realized there was things I wanted to still say. And so let's, I'm, I'm going to say that let's consider this part four of a three-part series, right? I don't know how many of you um, would remember the four-book trilogy uh, that Douglas Adams wrote way back called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I always thought it was kind of comical that he he had four books in a trilogy. And um, this kind of reminds me of that, you know, uh, a four-part, uh, part four of a three-part series. Makes perfect sense to me. Um, and I mean, it doesn't, the irony, everyone, the irony is not lost on me. That I failed to set a boundary on myself to stick to three parts. You know, I said I was going to do it and then I didn't do it. So, you know, that's on me. So, um, so the things that I, I felt like I wanted to add um, have to do with um, how bound, not having boundaries in our lives, not having healthy boundaries in our lives, creates stuck points for us. And stuck points are something I talk about a lot. They are things that prevent us from achieving our full potential. From meeting the goals that we would like to see in our lives. um, That hold us back from being all that God has created us to be and has planned for us to do. So I want to look today a little bit at some stuck points that poor uh, personal boundaries can get you into. 
you know, where they can put you in checkmate in your life. So I have a few examples that I just want to, you know, use and explain so that you know what I'm talking about. And some of them might resonate with you, might remind you of something in your life that's going on so that you take a look at the boundaries you have in those areas. Um, and as always, you know, I ask that you share my podcast with people in your life. So it might resonate with you that you know somebody who has this exact thing going on in their life. You might want to share my podcast with them. Um, my desire is to see everyone um, free to live the life that Jesus died to give us. You know, he said he came to give us life abundantly. And, um, you know, I just, sometimes I ask myself, and, and I mean, I'm encouraging you to ask yourself, is that what my life is? Am I living the abundant life, you know, that Jesus talked about? And if not, what are the stuck points that I'm experiencing that are keeping me from that, right? So it might be healthy boundaries that need a little bit of work. So the first example um, that I'm going to bring up is when you don't have healthy boundaries on how you or other people use your time, then what happens is you have no time to, to achieve or realize your own goals, you know, growth in your own life. And I say you or others because it's two different boundaries, really, that you're setting. Um, we talked in the last episode about setting boundaries on yourself, you know, for your inner self, in your house, okay? Um, and so looking at the boundaries that you set for yourself around time, you're going to be looking at... Are you making good use of the time that you have, right? Um, everybody has 24 hours in a day. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I certainly have, that some people can accomplish an awful lot in their 24 hours or in a week or in a month or in their life in general. And, and then other people never seem to get anything done. You know what I mean? And so... You know, it kind of makes me look at that and say, why do some people manage their time really well and other people struggle with that? And the answer is um, clear and healthy boundaries on what they spend their time on, how much time they spend on it, how um, they manage distractions, um, and how they manage um, to you know, kind of organize things so that there's no wasted time. They don't procrastinate. Um, they don't usually multitask. I mean, multitasking is a myth. You know, nobody multitasks well. Um, you need to, to focus on things, especially as you get older. I, I find that you, you need to focus on things. And really multitasking is something that our society has created because everybody's pressed for time, everybody's in a hurry, and everybody is trying to do too much. That's just my opinion, so take it or leave it. But when you set a healthy boundary, 
for yourself inside on how you're going to use your time, then you're, you're not going to find that a whole day goes by and you didn't really do anything. Um, you're not going to sit down at your desk to do something and two hours later have to get up and do something, you know, to go somewhere and realize you didn't even finish what you started to sit down and accomplish in the first place. You know, um, it, it helps you to become focused. It helps you to be more productive and it helps you to manage distractions. So that when you do set goals for yourself, um, you can get those goals done. But it's not always us, is it, that robs ourselves of time, you know. Um, other people put demands on our time. And that's, to a certain extent, that's part of being um, in this world. It's part of being in relationship with other people. And boundaries, I've said before, are not something that are set in stone, Um they can be flexible. They can be flexible depending on who's trying to push your boundaries. And, and we talked about that before. You know, but there has to be some um, fence around your time. And um, you need to clearly communicate that to other people. So an example that I want to use is... Um, I've been trying to build a coaching business uh, for a couple years now. And anybody who has started, tried to start a home-based business, I think can identify with this. When your office is in your home, um, it, there's a tendency for people to not treat it like you're at work. Um, and sometimes you don't even do it yourself. Sometimes you don't even treat it like you're at work. You know, uh, you try and work while you do something else in your home or your children um, are coming and going from your office and being a distraction or you you can put off your work time and say, I can do it later because I work from home. Right. And then sometimes it doesn't even get done. So what you need to do is set up really clear um boundaries around your time it's like it protects that time for the goal that you're trying to accomplish you know what I mean so where the stuck point comes is if you don't have those boundaries in place the time management boundary inside yourself or that that setting aside of time that is protected from other people's um demands right when you don't have those boundaries in place the stuck point is that you don't get uh, done for yourself the things that you need to get done or that you know that you need to get done because even the things you want to get done for yourself your own personal goals your own personal milestones your own personal agenda I mean can be a need because we need to accomplish things in our own lives as well as in other people's lives. Um, and so a stuck point can be that you're not managing to get done the things you would like to get done. And it, it can cause frustration. It, it definitely causes disorganization. Um, and 
dissatisfaction. And it can get people stuck. Um, if people are always asking you to give them their time and you can't say, you know what, that's the time I have set aside for something for me. You know, how about I give you this other block of time when it's not set aside, you know? Um, that is a healthy boundary. That is protecting the time that you want to use for, for whatever you have set it aside for. And saying to people, please respect that I need to get something done during this block of time. It's not that I'm saying I won't help you. I can't do it right at that time. Let's do a different time. Right? That would be a healthy way to protect your time. Another example um, that I have, I have seen in my coaching career, um, also in my personal life, is that when you have poor boundaries on, on the way that people talk to you or the way that people treat you, um, the stuck point is it keeps you from seeing yourself as who God made you to be. It affects your self-image. Um, because what other people say to us, you know, it, it, it permeates our, our, our identity. You know, over time, it can seriously change who we think we are. It really uh, affects our self-talk. And it just breaks my heart when people are trapped in identities that keep them bound. You know, the Bible talks a lot about bondage. And Jesus came to set you free from that. Um, so one of the things that can be helpful in, in looking at establishing healthy boundaries around the way you're treated or spoken to is to sit down with your Bible, or you can go online um, and just Google, who does God say I am? You know, and read that list. You will get a list. And, I mean, sometimes um, it can be overwhelming when you read the list because it sure doesn't feel like that's who you are. That has happened to me. I mean, it took me a long, long time to get to the place where I can say, I am a daughter of the Most High God. I am a princess, right? We are joint heirs with Christ in the kingdom of heaven. And Christ, you know, is the king of glory. He's the prince of peace, right? I am a brother and sister of Christ. That's what the Bible tells me, right? That's who you are if you're a believer. Do you feel that way? Do the people in your life treat you like that? Because if not, then, you know, you are allowing them to cross the boundary of what God says about you. Like, let's, let's, I don't want to beat around the bush. I don't want to make anybody feel bad either. What I'm trying to do is, is to help you get a really firm grasp on how important it is to stand for truth and stand and protect what God has created. This, this point is about 
who God says you are. Um, he made you with his own hand, right? God does not make junk. He created you to be who you are. Now, that can be tainted by the world. That can be tainted by experiences through our lives. So that we don't even know who we are. But the Bible will tell us that. That's that list I'm talking about. That you're going to find when you Google, who does God say I am? And when you read that list and you study that list and you let, you just ponder that list and let it sink in, okay? Then you're going to start to draw lines in the sand around you, you know, to say, okay, okay, if this is who I am, then I am not going to allow other people to call me stupid. Or, you know, God says that I'm valuable. And if I'm valuable to God, then I'm valuable. I will believe that. I cannot continue to allow other people to treat me like I'm crap. So I need a boundary there. Right? The stuck point is that it changes our self image and the story we tell ourselves about ourselves from the truth, which is what God says about us, to a lie, which is what other people say about us or treat us like. And it prevents us from moving in the potential that God has for us. It prevents us from standing up tall and proud and saying, you know what? I am a child of God, right? I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, God is for me and not against me. And, and it prevents us from being that person that God wants us to be, who he can use, that he can, he can, he can work through and work for. And if you're in a position where you are not that person, you're stuck. You're stuck. You cannot move forward in, in your purpose in life because you're not going to believe that you have the power to do that. And I just want you to know right now, this moment, that if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the power in you that Christ had. That's who you are. You are a daughter of the Most High God. You are a son of the Most High God. And boundaries that protect that identity are vital in your life. And so I want you to get unstuck. And it's not easy. It's not easy to tackle that. When people are used to treating you poorly... When people talk to you like you're garbage um, and you start to try and put boundaries in place and communicate boundaries to those people, um, you know, Satan's going to come against you. Those people are going to come against you um, because it, it, it upsets the apple cart. You know, they're used to doing things the wrong, a certain way. You're trying to change that. So... Get a get an accountability partner. If you if you 
feel that you, this is an area where you need to see some boundaries in your life be be put in place. Um, reach out to me um, and send me an email and we'll get together and, and I will help you. I will coach you through the process of putting healthy boundaries in place in this, in this area. Um, and I will help you to handle the maelstrom of what's going to come when you start to do that to the people in your lives, where you stand up and you say, I would not, I will not take this, you know, do not treat me this way. Do not speak to me this way. You may not do this to me, right? Um, reach out and, uh, and we'll get started on that because that's, oh, it's such a big thing. It's such a big thing. And I, I mean, really, I, that's where my heart is to see people freed from those sorts of things. Um, another stuck point um, is that life is about relationship. I mean, really, that's the whole point of life. It's about relationship with between us and God. It's about relationship between us and ourselves. It's about relationship between us and others. And when we fill our lives with relationships that don't have healthy boundaries, then we rob ourselves of having healthy, fulfilling, satisfying, enriching relationships. Um, and those kinds of relationships, the healthy, fulfilling ones, they make us better people. Iron sharpens iron, people. Um, you know, and, and when we are in good relationship, it is easier to be positive. It's easier to see, you know, a positive future for yourself. It is easier to feel empowered. It is easier to, you know, have hope. And, and that's destroyed when we are in relationships that don't um, have any boundaries on them. Um, boundaries are about love and they're about relationships. Other people in our lives cannot be expected to treat us well if we don't let them know what our, our, our version of well is, okay? So, I mean, there are certain things that you just don't do to other people. That's a given. But each of us has our things. Each of us has our threshold, our comfort zone of what we will allow in our lives and still f be able to feel um, free and empowered and hopeful and um, have a good sense of, who we are. Um, and so it's important that we communicate with the people in our lives where those lines are. Not just for us. Not just so that we can feel good. That we can have freedom. But so that they have the opportunity to treat us with that respect and that level of... Um, Caring and love that we say is good for us, right? So 
when we set boundaries in relationships, it's not only for ourselves. It's not for our own protection, although it is for our own protection. It's also to allow those people that we love and care about or we respect or we are, interact with, we allow them the opportunity to be what we need them to be. Um, that being said, there are always going to be people, once you do set boundaries, that don't respect those boundaries. And sometimes solving a stuck point in relationships um, can involve um, purging the people in your life who are not going to treat you the way you need to be treated. And it's difficult. It is difficult. But not everybody is for everybody. Do you know what I mean? You you can't be friends with everybody. Some people just don't drive. Some people aren't supposed to be in your circle. And someone who um, will refuse to accept your boundaries um, over time, you know, it takes people time to adjust when you start to communicate boundaries, you know, but eventually, if they're not going to be for you, then they are against you. And you need to limit your contact with that person. Um, just a caution on that. Um, the people who are not treating you the way you want to be treated right now need the opportunity to figure out how to treat you. And you're going to give them that opportunity by saying clearly, this is what I need from you. This is how I want you to speak to me. Or this is how I don't want you to speak to me. Right? They need you to stick to that. They need you to be consistent. And then they need you, give you to give them a grace period where they learn the boundary. Okay? Then if it's not working, then you need to decide if they're for you or against you. What happens... When when we allow people in our lives that aren't going to follow our boundaries, is that it's a constant, it's like a, a constant poking or a constant pain in your side, right? Um, you're never at peace with that person and that robs you of peace in your life. And so that's a step point. You know, it makes it hard to move on. It makes it hard to have um, uh, that abundant life. Another example that I want to talk about is missed opportunities. So stuck points can come from when you miss an opportunity to accomplish something or to be involved in something. Um, and when it happens once or it happens occasionally, you can usually recover from that. It's not re you're not really stuck, right? When you're stuck is when you are consistently missing these opportunities because somebody else is preventing you from taking the opportunity or you're preventing yourself from taking the opportunity because of poor internal boundaries. So let's say, for instance, that um, you don't have good time management boundaries in place inside your house, right? The house and the yard being you. Um, and you are trying to multitask all the time. You're never getting anything done. And you're late for everything. 
because you're always trying to catch up, right? These are poor internal boundaries. So let's say that you have an opportunity to interview for a new job. And um, you've wanted to get a job like this for some time. But the day of the job, job interview comes and you have poorly planned um, how long it's going to take you to get ready. You've been distracted 10 times. Um, you finally get ready and you run out the door to the car and the drive over to the interview, traffic is slow and um, you're stuck in traffic and you're late for the appointment. And because you're late for the appointment, you don't get the job. Okay? That happens to people all the time. That is poor, healthy, like that's, that's not healthy boundaries internally, right? On your time. And because of that, you missed the opportunity to get this job, right? If that happens once in your life or once every five years or 10 years or something like that, um, then maybe it's not a stuck point. But if it's happening on a regular basis, if this is something that happens to you all the time, if you're late for things and you miss out on things, then that's a stuck point. And it, the stuck point is caused by poor internal boundaries. And so you can fix that stuck point by working on your time management boundaries inside you, okay? It's really easy in a situation like I just described to blame traffic. And it happens. I would have been on time, but the traffic was crazy. No, that's not really the reason you weren't on time. Right? Part of setting boundaries is taking responsibility to accept that the boundary problem was the cause. And then take responsibility to set the boundary. And that is not something that's easy to do on your own. If you could, you probably would have by now. And so coaching can help with that, um, especially in the accountability factor. Um, and so in closing, because I think now I have said everything I want to say about boundaries. Um, my heart is for people to live lives where they live on purpose. They live intentionally. That they are free of stuck points so that when Holy Spirit calls them to do something, that they can do that in their lives. When God puts opportunities in front of them, they can, they can easily move into them. Because they are living their life as the person God created them to be. They are filled with hope and energy and, and positivity and faith. And the people around them have built them up because they're in good relationship. That's my hope for people. That's my heart for people. And as a coach, um, this is some of the things that I work with with my clients to see happen in their lives. And if that is something that sounds good to you, you know, then I would encourage you to check in to get in a coach. Um, 
our one of our upcoming podcasts for the coaching works episodes is talking about how do you find the right coach for you it might not be me it might be Kimberly or it might be somebody else but coaching is something that helps you move from your stuck point it helps you set goals for yourself and reach those goals reach your potential and so i just want to encourage you you know if this is something that you are um struggling with or um you have questions about or something you really want to work on you know reach out to me um you can reach me at uh www.wildflowerwomen.ca or you can look in the show notes of this podcast. My email address is there. Um, reach out to me and we can start to to look at some of your boundaries and and look at how your life is going for you and see where you need to do some work. Um, Kimberly also does this kind of work and she looks at it from a spiritual perspective and she helps you to see where God um, would have you go and what's preventing you from getting there. And you can reach her on her website, which is www.633-wakeup.com. Her email is also in these show notes. So I just want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank you for um, just being part of this. You know, I bless you for sharing this podcast with other people and for leaving positive comments in the comment section for praying for us because we need prayer too and I just pray for you my listeners that God will speak into your hearts and show you where you need freedom in your life and how that looks and 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 will give you the hope and the power to take that on. In Jesus' name. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.